Welcome, welcome to episode number 168 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolichai, and my co-pilots for this evening's adventure into a breakdown. The young, the restless, the bearded one, Carlos Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch. Crunch isn't here today. Crunch Crunch couldn't be with us today because evidently he has something better to do. We're crunchless. What a piece of filth. He misses the trailer <laughs> breakdown. Can you believe this? <laughs> and we're going to give him some shit today. So throughout this whole episode, at random times, I'm going to say, fuck you, Les. All right? Just want to throw that out there. What else is new? Yeah. It's just it's going to happen. But we do have the man we call King Tom, the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for coming on. The man we call El Hombre. The man who wrote the words for Tom Petty's breakdown, go ahead and give it to me, because that's what he's going to give it to us tonight with the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer. Mr. Eric. I am impressed by that intro. Oh, really? This is, yeah. That's a first. Did you do some homework on it and like get get built up? and? No, no, no. I just, just uh, thought of it right now. No, I just thought of it right now, man. It, just, it all came to me right now. How is everybody doing? This is a big, big day for us here. Because we've been waiting not only for this trailer forever, but we've been waiting for these tickets forever. So let's talk about this. Let's go to the king of all pods and let's see if everybody got what they needed or did anybody screw anybody else over? How did it work out? King Tom, did you get your tickets for episode nine? I got my eight tickets for the first viewing. I got two tickets for a viewing right after. I went in person because, as I've mentioned, my theater is always messed up with doing it online. I showed up at 7.45. They're like, we can't sell them till 8. Then two minutes later, they're like, I'll, I'll sell you the tickets. So I got my tickets early, and then I waited a few minutes what? to tell the rest of the world because I didn't want anyone seeing it and getting in trouble. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nice. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. That's great for you, but you got your tickets before for the 5 p.m. or thingy or whatever it was when I went No, the, you know what? My local theater, they're not doing it. It's like the, one of the – it's right next to a college campus. Okay. And they told us for Revenge of the Sith, it – made the most money of any AMC in the country. 
Like they had an announcement because wow. all 24 theaters were showing Revenge of the Sith at midnight. So people go to this movie to this movie theater to see Star Wars, but for some reason they're not doing one of the five o'clock fan screenings there. Wow, that's interesting. So I got six o'clock IMAX. But you got your tickets. You're ready to go. Yeah, t- off your Xanax. You're good. <laughs> yes, I'm. I am mostly relaxed from now until December 19th. Yes, yes, well, mostly. Now, mostly. Mr. Struthers, did you get the seats you were looking for? Absolutely. Absolutely, I did. The tickets were supposed to go on sale at, what, 7 o'clock local time? Is that correct? Yeah, your time, yeah. 5 o'clock our time, yes. Yeah, so so as it gets close, I'm I'm 30 minutes out. Well, I started at an hour out and started just refreshing every so often, setting the snooze alarm on my phone to remind me. And then when it hits 6.30, 30 minutes ago, it's like you're in line. It instantly switched oh, over yeah, to a queue. Right. I'm like, I get it, AMC. AMC, so right? It gets, yeah. As yeah. it gets down to the wire, man, I'm like rubbing my fingers together <laughs> like I'm getting ready to crack a safe. And I'm like, all right, here <laughs> oh, we she's go. 11. And I'm texting back and forth with Metsy going, dude, now we, we for sure want this right because you know they've got the – because this AMC is not doing the fan event either. And they've done it for every one of the movies up till this point. As a matter of fact, only one AMC in the St. Louis metro area is doing the 5 p.m. event. Hmm. But so we're like, do we do IMAX at 630 or do we do the Dolby 4D theater at uh, six o'clock? It's like, man, I hate to break tradition and not go. So we're like, you know what? We're acting like we're only going to go to see this movie on this day. (laughs) We can go to the other one anytime. So we went ahead with 630. 630 was which one? IMAX. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, man, dude, I swoop in and get the seats like I'm flying through to get them. And then I realize I am the only one that's bought any tickets. No. <laughs> and and uh, I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Because like what we do is for the first showing, it's just the two of us. And then the for the next showing immediately after, I buy the tickets on either side of us. Mm-hmm. So just in case we want to invite right. somebody. And if I right. don't, I just re- request a refund and off I go. But if you do it smart and you don't want to take anybody... You wait until the last second to request a refund, and then nobody can buy the seats, and then oh, you got some yeah. arm room. That's smart. That's, 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 that's evil, but that's that smart. Say, that's, that's messed up, right but that's there. actually genius. That's interesting but, uh, be, because we went to an AMC, uh, Jason and Randy, we went there to buy about 14 tickets, a whole row, and we were really sketched out because when we got there, people were in line already, and we were physically going in there, and we had our phones ready on the AMC app, or not the app, just the actual website. So we get there and we go in when we're supposed to get tickets, but we're also waiting in a queue, right? And right when it hits five o'clock on our phones, it says, okay, go, let's go time. So while we're walking to the, the kiosk for the guy selling us the tickets, it instantly put us, it said, okay, you're only 15 minutes away. Like we instantly went on sale, but put all of us into a 15 minute wait queue after they already put us into a queue. So it completely screwed us online, but luckily we were there. Was it the DMV? <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you spell? Primus had a song called DMV, and the line was, how do you spell hell? I spell it DMV. That's <laughs> what I just remembered. It, well, luckily, we got the whole row back center. Yeah, it's going to be great. Corey's flying down. Noah's flying down. And we are going to have a blast watching the IMAX 7 p.m. And we had the same debate whether do we, we should watch the 6 o'clock Dolby or the IMAX Laser at 7 p.m. We went with the IMAX laser at 7 p.m. The fuck is now, a see, laser? It's like a brighter version of the IMAX. That's and it's bitchin'. supposed to be pretty cool, yeah. 
at one point it looked like my group was going to have an extra like four people. And so we had thought about instead of doing a whole row of doing, you know, like seven in one row and six in another right behind it. Yeah. So I, I was I was curious as to why you went with a whole row and not something like that. That is very interesting also that you've said that, King Tom, because I made that exact point. I said, if we're sitting in a whole row, if somebody's 13 seats down from me, I'm not going to be able to interact with those the 13th person. So you, right. you, know, you put them down there because you don't like that. So that's why we're putting Corey down there. <laughs> or the guy who always crunches the popcorn. Yes, that's right. Yes, You know what? Now that he's missing this fucking episode, he's sitting the 13th. I'm sitting number one. I'm going to put him next so, to Jason. Good luck, Jason. <laughs> have a have a great time. <laughs> so Eric was going to say something smart and witty about the lasers. Go ahead, buddy. La- laser projectors are able to uh, give a way brighter looking picture at a lower lumen rating. So, for example, a standard uh, bulbs behind the image projector, you let's say you have a 10,000 lumen rated laser projector is going to look like about a 15,000 lumen standard projector. So all of your lines are sharper and the contrast is usually better as well. Now I know you don't listen to the shows, Eric, but King Tom will know what I'm putting in right there. (laughs) Every time you say something really, really smart and cool, I have a little soundbite that goes, (laughs) get a life nerd. (laughs) Or something like that, right, King Tom? I don't even know what yeah. it says. Yeah, but it's perfect, and that's exactly where I'm going to put that right there. But I get, I get what he's saying, though. The Dolby, it, you know, I've been, I've, we just got a Dolby back over the summer, and it seems like the blacks in that are better than blacks in the IMAX. The hell did you just say? Blacks on the screen are better than <laughs> blacks in, or regular digital projection. Oh, you were finished. Oh well, allow me to retort. Man, I'm super uncomfortable, man. I, I'm glad Les isn't here. Uh, thank God. Les, thank <laughs> God mean, you're not here. I wish you were. Thank was. God you're not here. Hilarious. King Tom, when Les isn't here, King Tom just lets loose, <laughs> yeah, evidently. He goes for it, yeah. Ah, very liberal. I like it. Yeah. Poor Les. Uh, well, boo. <laughs> poor King Tom. Poor, oh, yeah, poor King Tom. Direct your DMs to King Tom, by the way. Yeah, exactly. At Tom Chansky. Yeah. Boo, how does your situation go? Uh, my situation went well. I have a wonderful girlfriend who bought the tickets before I even knew that they were on sale i knew that they would be going on sale at five but like she like snatched much like i got tickets i was like okay great mm-hmm. wonderful thanks so, yeah so i'll, I'll see it uh, down in san diego with her uh mm-hmm. with her fam bams all right let me stop you right there so this is the first time since we've known each other that we're not going to see a star wars film together that's how you know yeah that you have a girlfriend yeah <laughs> right things sh- it's shit like that it's very true it's shit like that very and you true. can't do anything about it really no 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 but it's okay. Yeah. You'll be with Rusty well, at least. Yeah, exactly. Here's right. the exciting thing though, man. He's got a girlfriend who's way into Star Wars. But yeah, that yeah, is who, true. Who got the tickets? Who that's, got the tickets? That's, that's, that's a keeper. That yeah, that is true. That is a keeper, I know. Yeah, I think she's more into Star Wars than I am. Like at any moment in time, I have to be on my A game because I know that she can catch me. She can catch me slow. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, if it's any trivia or any information, I gotta be on it or else she's gonna yeah, catch me and I'm gonna feel feel like shit. So I'm like, all right. I that, that, that's a great point, actually. Yeah. Les got ticket too, so we're he's all good. So we're all good. The Sith list, seat. seal of approval. All with the way the end of the roll. Yeah, the, the 13th seat. 13th yeah. seat. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to break this thing down, but we'll get into that in a second. But let's get into the shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Make Your Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like now this podcasting Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 287, 
first order transmissions, the cargo hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Rainy and Jason, Tatooine Sons, and Around the Galaxy, a Star Wars fan podcast. And also check us out on thesithlist.net. Give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those things are really important. Yeah, please, please send us some of uh, your love. And then email us, thesithlist at gmail.com. And then we have Twitter stuff we'll hand out at the end and Instagram and Facebook, the Sith List. Hit us up. Also, I want to mention our boy, we mentioned him before, Jason Ward has released his full album under Fortracula and the Sexual Intellectuals. And it's actually a really good album. Check it out at jasonward.bandcamp.com. So that's jasonward.bandcamp.com. We'll put that in the show notes. The first three people that DM me, I'll send you some free codes and you can download it and you can get it free. And if you like good music, I think you'll be into it. So the first three people are Struthers, uh, King Tom, and if myself. You, if you guys DM me, I'll, I'll hook you guys up. I'm, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So check, so check that out. They're Absolutely. Already, check they're already out. gone, everybody. Just, just <laughs> they're already gone. No, no, no. Check us out. <laughs> Go for it. Right. Now, let's get into the box office before we break down that magnificent trailer. Maleficent, not magnificent, but Maleficent beat out Joker this week with $36 million. Joker still had a phenomenal week. It's at $29 million. Zombieland, $26 million. And Joker is reaching a billion dollars. I think it's at eight, almost close to 800 million right now. So that is the shenanigans and that is the box office. I want to do it real quick because we want to just dive into this godforsaken trailer because I love it so much. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace, of justice, and the old republic. Before the dark times, before the empire. I made Malik today watch it three times in a row with me on the big screen. <laughs> it was rad. And my mom was looking at me like, the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, She's like, is he laughing? I said, no, he's not laughing. He's like watching and he's focused. This is serious. Yes, this is serious. And then when Carrie said, always, tear went down his eye. I saw it. Or he pooped himself. <laughs> One of the other. I want Mr. Strathers to guide us through some Star Wars news and the breakdown. Go ahead. Give it to me. <laughs> I knew you'd say that to me eventually. <laughs> oh. So oh, before Jesus. we jump into the trailer, which that's obviously the huge news, right, is the trailer. We did hear today, we just talked about it, that Star Tours is going to have some updated uh, stops and characters yeah. for the Rise of Skywalker. And we got a name for the planet. The oh, It said, let's see, the ocean moon of Kef Beer. K-E-F, and then B-I-R. And that's where Jana, Naomi Aki's character, lives. And so I'm assuming that the ocean setting that we see is the one with the Death Star, right? That's got to be it. Because, so where is that? (laughs) And I think that this image that's going around of the Star Tours shuttle, I don't believe that's uh, uh, official. (laughs) Yeah. It was attached to one of the tweets that one of the Lucasfilm guys sent out. Oh, oh, Either, was I think Le- was it Leland Chi? I think he he was the first one I saw reporting it because people were quoting him, and he had that image attached to it. So huh. interesting well, that I'll Star be- Tours is still in Tomorrowland. It's away from Galaxy's Edge. Oh, it's it's a know? tweet from Disney Parks, the official Disney Parks. Oh, there account. you go. Oh, well, then maybe it's for reals instead of some hacky Photoshop job, which is well, it, what it looks like. Could be a hacky Photoshop job just put out by Disney. Well, it could have happened. It was like, hey, we need to get this announcement out there like right now mm-hmm. before it leaks. Mm-hmm. And let's just Photoshop some shit real quick and put it out there. <laughs> Very possible. Mm-hmm. So the question for me is, is 
that planet where or that moon i'm sorry now i don't want to get super nerdy but i'm oh, going no. to how oh, is no. it that so many moons can support life and individual biomes so well in the star wars galaxy this is a question that i got roasted for well i called the endor there was a whole thing we were playing trivia and i said they said something about what's the planet the ewoks and i said the planet endor and i got roasted man you got called out the planet moon of endor but endor does have its own planet yes. I, I found out whatever yeah yeah it's sort of like how you use the word schmeels for everything that's, that's right what they do with Endor. exactly it's a, it's a planet it's a moon it's a schmeel <laughs> yeah it turns out we were all indoor all along but, <laughs> right <laughs> but what so where is this thing and why is the death star there yeah that's a great question man because when i would watch the trailer i always thought that was pretty much endor and the areas of endor that we have never seen and it obviously mm-hmm. could be lush on the other side of endor who knows you know what i mean well and think was, about Think about where the the forest scenes were filmed for Endor. The, the Redwood, Redwood forest, forest and the Sequoias, yeah. Yeah, and not too far away from there. I don't know if you know this or not. There's a sizable ocean. I have been there, actually. Yeah. Maybe. Much like Just you maybe. might see in this scene. So, but anyway, yeah, where's this thing at? Why is the Death Star there? I, I think that's pretty neat, though, man. So, you know, speaking speaking of the trailer that nobody's talking about right this second, what we should do is watch that thing. Oh, yes. Do you guys want to watch that thing? Let's watch that thing. Please. Sounds like sound design in this is so good. It really is. What helmet is that? It looks like a a Return of the Jedi Rebel helmet, but something extra crossing the bottom the jaw so she's we're not alone she's tri- oh dude that's so rad i don't know i don't want to talk <laughs> i love how there's all the different voices narrate it's good to see rose finally it really is and oh, charlie no one does look at that long shot right there mhm i do i love how he's holding he holds his lightsaber right here. Right oh, God, so that's badass. so dope. Dude, is that Cloud City iced over? It's a bitchin' chair. All right, what's better, the Iron Throne or that chair? Oh, that Dude, chair. Dude, look at that Star Destroyer coming out of the water. Look there's at a that. Ghost. Oh, there's the yeah. ghost. Was that the Razor Crest down in the bottom? I think it is. And there's also, some people say they can see the Colossus, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. God, this scene. I don't know about the scene, guys. As my friends. The battle droid in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that scene in a second. And all the scenes, actually. The music is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that setting off that toner cartridge is the deal. Toner cartridge, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know how much money that was? Yeah. <laughs> I love seeing BBA going to battle. Dude. Yeah, look at he that. looks like a yeah. stud. Yeah. Oh, look at the, the throne room. Vader's helmet dropping. There's been a lot of speculation on that. Look at yeah. that. That's got to be at least Wait. like a fucking fifty of them. Always. Oh, gets me every time when I hear her say that. Yeah, dude. Oh, guys, that I mean, is. Sorry, some... we babbled throughout the entire one, but I, we know that you've seen it because last time I checked, it looked like twelve million people have. Or 19 million people have already seen it. So, 
Let's break this down. There's a lot of scenes and there's some cool shit. First of all, let's get all of our takes, right, Eric? What's your take on this trailer? Oh, I really like it, man. I really do. I think it's great that they didn't just shove in footage that we've already seen, like the Dark Ray thing and all that. Mm-hmm. They it There was so much stuff in there that we hadn't seen. And seeing the scene with 3PO, it's so heart-wrenching. And uh, I have some thoughts on that we can get to. After yeah, that. me but too. Overall, man, me too. this is a banger of a trailer. It looks like this movie has everything. It like there's just so much heart in that C3PO moment in the lines that the characters are saying. There's action. There's new stuff. There's old stuff. I need this movie, but at the same time, it's sixty something days away, and there's so much we're getting between now and then too. I just, I just, I know I'm going to enjoy it. Like the, the the lead up to then and the movie itself. It's kind of bittersweet for me because we know that it's ending. This storyline is ending, and they brought us. They brought yeah for now. They brought us back into the fold and got us all in it again. Not that we weren't, but I mean, with new stories, new characters, and now it's ending again. So I can't wait to see it. But to know that this is it for a majority of the people that we're going to see on screen, it's kind of a sad situation. And I do have a yeah a little bit the three PO scene. We'll talk about in a second. Boo, what do you think? I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it. I think I liked the last trailer more, but this one was fantastic. I think there's a lot more moments of just like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. You know, just like pointing at shit and things like that. I was kind of, I was, I was kind of waiting for the, you know, we had the Palpatine laugh yeah. in the first trailer. Yeah. We had the Dark Ray at the end of uh, the last one. I was kind of hoping for not something revealed, but something would be like, you know, make me, you know, shit my nerd pants kind mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. I didn't get that. So, you know, but I'm not like I'm yeah, upset, we, but I'm just like, I was waiting for it. I was right. like, oh, what are they going to, what are they going to make me fucking just, you know, get the goosebumps and lose my fucking shit? Like with the Palpatine laugh, I still get, uh, I still get goosebumps. I think this one was more of kind of this is all ending. Yeah. The nine episode saga it is coming to an end. It's going to be a family film. It's going to be a lot of action. It's going to be some fun and let's all do this together. I think that's what this trailer was trying to provoke those kind of emotions more than the, oh my God, because we got the, oh my God. And then we got, oh my God, on the D23 one, you know? We did, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad we kind of didn't get an, oh my God, scene. Do you want to break down each segment here, Eric? We can. We can approach it like that if you prefer. One thing I will say, man, that line of 3PO's, I just want to touch on that again. We, and this occurred to me and it's, it makes me feel kind of even more sad is what he says right there is what we're doing in this movie. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're taking one last look at our friends, the friends that mean everything to us in these films. And it's like, I caramba. It's so good. It's so good. But anyway, and, and for the power of that, I didn't mention this. I mentioned this in our production meeting for the show. That whenever I was recording an episode of Strahler's Family Secrets today, which is a show for the Bad Motivators Patreon supporters, and we watched the trailer, my wife and my kids, and I look over at her and she is like crying. Oh, shit. Over the 3PO thing. And she's somebody who, dude, she didn't see any Star Wars movies in full until we were married. Right. So it's not like this has been her jam or anything. Well, why did so you marry pre- her? <laughs> well, she, she, 
she's hot. That's you know, sometimes you're just willing to overlook certain things, man. And now she's seen but, all of them. Yeah, there we go. But yeah. 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 And, you know, it's funny. She comes up here in my office and looks at all my toys and thinks, why did I marry him? So I, it's, a, it's a fair trade-off. And she says, he's hot. He's hot. Yeah, it's yeah. the hair. It's the hair. That's what it is. But anyhow. So, yeah, man, let's bust through this trailer. You're right. And first of all, I just want to say, I mentioned it as it was rolling, but the sound design in the movie, in these scenes, and then the trailer also, I don't know what's been added or the trailer, but like the opening with you hear the lightsaber ignite and it sounds like a hundred miles away mm-hmm. and all the forest sounds and all that. That's really cool, man. But we see Ray, she's running around in the woods. Looks like it's a training montage. Um, I thought that I heard you're the best around playing in the background. <laughs> That's on uh, your eye. So we see her running in the woods, doing some pretty cool jumps and whatnot. Got the voiceover going. She leaps over this ravine, and it's very well done. When she lands, she's in a different setting. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, that's probably not how it is in the movie by any stretch, but it's just neat the way they tied them together. Unless she's training, unless she's training in where she can... Like a simulator kind of thing? Well, she can kind of project herself. Maybe she's projecting herself back to Jakku on that second scene. That could be, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a glance at all the each one of the characters. We see Finn. He's looking through some pretty cool binoculars. And uh, just the scenery's breathtaking. This really long is. shot that we're looking at where you see like these two waterfalls, actually three, see four or five. There's tons of them now that I'm looking in there. It's big, long forest shot. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And she's, and she's running around. She's running. Cross? Yeah. 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 It's, dude, it's just so cool. It's, yeah. it's so neat. So, uh, as she goes across, I really am impressed by how bright they rendered the lightsaber mm-hmm. in there. And it, it looks like it's a, it's so blue, but because it's surrounded by all the green, it looks slightly green. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of neat. <laughs> These long shot side pan shots remind me of playing Super NES Star Wars, man. <laughs> Yeah, I can like, see that. Like side scrollers. Yeah, the side scrollers and, and holding lightsaber and the blue lightsaber and it's flashing light. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So have somebody render it for us where she stays in the middle and the scenery just shifts past. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So, and then the next scene we've got what is, so we see Lando sitting in the middle. Yeah. And there's people just all around surrounding him. Mm-hmm. And I've been glancing around in this seeing, you know, if you could spot any other. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and I mean, I I haven't. But has anybody noticed anybody else? Brunberg posted to his Twitter that he's in there. He circled someone off right to the someone just below Poe. Oh, okay. That's where he is. And then one of the um, there's a Mon Calamari Mon right Calamari. behind Lando. Yeah, and, and three people. Three are, PO's right behind that. Yeah, people are thinking that that is uh, Admiral Akbar's son, Aftab Akbar from the New Allegiance comic. Oh, okay. Why does it look like it's like a World Series of Poker going on, but it's Sabacc? That's what I think is going on. Yeah, they're just, just taking a break playing Sabacc? Yeah, exactly. And everybody's just watching. Everybody's just really fucking interested. You know? <laughs> that's funny. That's what it looks like. And that's me. actually the Falcon right there, and just, they're, they're going to bet on the Falcon. <laughs> Damn, again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh, funny. for Pete's sake. <laughs> but, but I was thinking more along the lines of not Greg Grumberg and Snap Wexley, but of anybody from 
you know, the old movies in there hiding out. Mm hmm. Is this, is this where we could see Wedge? Yeah, I was looking for Wedge. I mean, it could be anyone. He's mm-hmm. facing the other way, so. Well, because I was I wondering if we'd see Mon Mothma in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. I don't even see, like, Nine Numb. Well, he's too short, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's standing, he's standing right next to Lando. <laughs> but it's good to see Rose in there. And it's Dominic Monaghan set him behind that's her. That's Billy Lord, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, never mind. We'll get to that later. Just don't let me forget to, the birthday to see song. Them. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, dude. It's so good. Is what there a full version of that somewhere? There's got to be. That's a, she is. She is very talented. Yeah, it's just haunting. The two dudes playing guitar in oh. their vocals, the harmony vocals, and the lyrics are so Carrie Fisher, man. It's such a great version. If you don't know what Eric's talking about, Billy Lord did a birthday tribute to her mother and did American Girl acoustically with two guys playing guitar, acoustic guitar, and singing in the background. And she can sing, man. Wow. It was really cool. And yeah, she put a really she touching could. message on there. On her Twitter. Nice. It was really beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, and it was really reharmonized slightly to, be, to feel minor, mm. which is really cool. Really, really cool. It was really cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we've got that going on. Can't figure out where it is, but I was glad to see Rose finally mm-hmm. in here. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then we see... Chewbacca and Poe and Finn in front of the Dreamsicle X-Wing. <laughs> so then we see the ship that looks like the Tanta V4, that same style of ship that's mm-hmm. like crashing through the trees. We've seen this before, but it, man, the effects rendering of it is really good. Yeah. Uh, jump into where we, we've seen this. It looks like a piece of the Death Star and Ray is on it. Long shot again, by the way. Yeah, the middle of the ocean. And man, seeing her standing there and just that just shows you how great the effects are in this. So good. And when Kylo Ren comes walking through this the ocean spray and he's holding his lightsaber normally and then flips it around in yeah. his hand. Dude, that is baller as the day is long. And just in just his facial expression, he's he doesn't have one. But you feel the intensity. Well, that's Adam Driver, Jesus. man. Jesus, yeah. The, you know, he's not, all he's, he's doing is actor. walking, just a, you know, simple hand motion. It's just, you're like, holy shit, this guy, this is a bad man. This is a bad man walking mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, it was just nuts. I was, when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, that's yeah, awesome. Crazy. Yeah. And it, and it feels like he's a knight from back in the medieval yes. times, when he, especially when he flips yeah. it. Yes. And so they nailed that. Love it. With his hair all slicked down, it really adds to that feeling. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a Knight Templar come yes, exactly. rolling through there. <laughs> and and before that, we see Ray standing there waiting for him. And she says, People keep telling me they know me. No one does. Yeah. And then he says, Interesting. Yeah. So then we come to the next scene. And I, Raj, I find it interesting that you asked if that was Cloud City iced over. Yeah. Because it's not something floating on the water because that's not a reflection. There's TIE fighters mm-hmm. flying right at it on yes. the plane of of the thing, but I don't know. I don't see enough detail to be able to make a call like that. Yeah, but no, it's, it, it's probably just an ice mountain or something, but... It looks like it's floating in space because there are stars thinking, yeah. above and below it. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, definitely in space. Definitely yeah. in space. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Well, because I thought it could though. be in an atmosphere that... Yeah. Just the but way up in the sky that you're mm-hmm. so you know that you're seeing stars, but uh, the shot of the Tie Fighters racing oh. at it is really cool. 
That's one of my favorite shots of the uh, of the trailer. And so now, now we're about 52 seconds in here. We see the throne with all the big spikes coming out behind it. Yeah. At the throne. Yeah. It's the the lightning flashing and everything showing you like all the the detail work in it and the pits and scars in it. It's really really cool. It is. Now this this star destroyer coming up out of the water as lightning striking all around. Do, do you think that that's things under its own power doing that, or is it being raised? No, out that's of there being by that's got to be yeah, that's got to be Palpatine. The lightning shows me that it's Palpatine's shenanigans at work. Really, I think. Well, I don't know because the one lightning strike I see is definitely like from atmosphere to ground, kind of just like how Yoda caught the tree on fire. Mm-hmm. Did it, didn't he do Yoda that? Did that. Yoda, Yoda did that. Didn't he do that with the lightning strike? From up top? Yeah. Yeah, he did it himself. Yeah. So that kind of, I don't know, that kind of thing is what I was thinking. Can we go back to the throne real quick? Wasn't that Ralph McQuarrie's unused concept art? It was. It was. I think so, yeah. That's so rad that they're doing that. Love it. Okay. Sorry. Now, Eric, can I ask you um, about this Star Destroyer shot? Are you familiar at all with the changes in the bridge design for the Star Destroyers? Only a little bit. Are you talking about as we went through the original trilogy? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that the the structure at the top of this Star Destroyer, like that, it looks like a Roman X. Yeah, right. Because it has, it, I, I'm pretty sure that's one from A New Hope, because in Empire and Return of the Jedi, and I'm just going off of some images on, on the internet here, but it was more compressed. There was no X there. It was just a line across. Right. I feel like that's right. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. It, it remember when so in Rogue One they were talking about the Star Destroyers that you see in Rogue One mm-hmm. and how people are like oh my gosh they're exactly like they were in A New Hope and they're like that's what you think but they're not and the reason they look the way they do is because we asked people what they felt like they remembered it looking like and mm-hmm. what they felt like it looked like was a combination of huh. Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope so we made it look like that so people would say that exact thing as opposed to what it actually looked like in a new hope. Right. But, but that that's not, I don't only bring that up to talk about like the lights on it because that mm-hmm. was one of the biggest things is the amount of lights that you could see in the star destroyers in a new hope versus empire strikes back. But when you see all the lights lit up in that bridge section, mm-hmm. it, that makes me wonder if it's under its own power or being raised up by the force. But dude, regardless, it is so cool. It is really cool. And we're going to see a shit ton of those, I think. So excited. Yeah. So are we thinking that all of these Star Destroyers are at the ice planet? Yep. Okay. That's, that's what I think. I think they're the perfect way to hide it. Nobody can see it, but yet they're still, you know, able to be assembled. And maybe that, that ice, whatever the hell, ice mountain, ice mountain is (laughs) mobile (laughs) off of their own, off of their own. Ability or thinking, you know, this is like Matterhorn Mountain at Disneyland already. Pretty they're, fucking they're, much. they're doing synergy, is yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> You're gonna see the Yeti out there. <laughs> All right, sorry. So, yeah, me too. So now we're <laughs> into this next shot where we see all of the ships that are being led by the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a look at this, trying to see every last thing. And Man, there's a lot of stuff here. Can and we see the ghost? And, and can we say that the dish is back? By the way, you guys yeah, notice that round. the dish is round. Yeah. It's right. cool to see the ghost, or what we assume is the ghost. That's the ghost. 
Um, I wonder who's piloting it. I hope mm. it's Hera. I hope so. It'd be so cool if we see Twi'lek in there. Chop, jam their tractor beam. Oh, yeah. That'd be so rad. And Dang. and the the lead singer at Green Day. <laughs> Her son in, in that last episode of Rebels looked like the lead singer at Green Day. That's Billy the Joe? whole reason I say. And now when you get to where the Falcon is a like where you can see the whole thing that's dead center in the screen, if you look down, it looks like you see a ship that's very similar to the Razor Crest, which is the Mandalorian ship in the Mandalorian series. Oh, shit. Down in the bottom left of your uh, screen. Yeah. Uh, so that's really, really curious right oh there. Oh, my gosh. And King Tom, uh, you said the Colossus is somewhere back there, or people are saying it is? People are saying that the Colossus is somewhere in there, and I think the Star Wars show today kind of hinted at it, or at least they they gave him a bone to chew on, so uh-uh. to speak. Uh, there's just so much. There's a there's a um a Twitter user, Admiral Nick Twenty Two, who he's kind of a ship junkie. He has gone through the high quality, high definition screen grabs of this and outlined like what he sees and it's just amazing the diversity of ships that are in this one you know three second shot and if, if you're gonna have a million ships why not put those fucking ships on there so yeah right. no, that's the crazy it, thing is that it pushes the idea that this is last ditch effort if your ship right. goes forward yeah you're in yes right you're in you bring it we're fucking mm-hmm. we're going to town we're that's gonna right. need everything that flies there are ships you're dating back to the prequels mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, that's rad. And I love how you can see them in the Falcon cockpit, by the way, on the shot. Yeah, that's bitchin'. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I love that sort of thing. And how they, now you don't know for sure that that's exactly tied together, but as it goes in, then you're into the cockpit and you see Ray mm-hmm. and Chewbacca at the thing. And dude, there's something I find immensely satisfying about Chewbacca wearing the little headset. I know, it's so <laughs> yeah. cute. I was, I was hoping I just, he was wearing the AirPods, you know? <laughs> But whatever he would lose him in his hair he's like i gotta have a headset that's true that's true yeah he needs the yeah he needs the cord just to be able to find him yeah it's like, son of a bitch it's the third yeah, one this week you see uh a finn walking in but what's the thing the blue thing is that the wayfinder that's sitting in between no, the two of them that was something they added for force awakens that's been that's been in the the falcon for a few movies now it's the flux a, capacitor that's l3 so Oh. Is that the, uh, are they, are you seeing like the reflection of hyperspace lines in that? Or is that that thing making that? I think it's, it's the thing. Making I think it's it. the thing. Okay. Yeah. Cut to Kylo and Ray fighting on top of this structure. Badass. Banging around. Big explosion. What's that big explosion? What? It's so quick too. I know. I, I, so it's, there's a star destroyer yeah. in yeah, the frame. If you look, you can see all of its outline over on the left. Yeah, I can't tell what that is. Mm-hmm. But then there, here's that skiff, crazy, I, I don't know what you'd call it. The thing, it does, it has the general shape of an X-wing they're on on the ocean, like mm-hmm. flying along. This shot reminds me of the prequels. Yeah, it is neat. Uh, one of my buddies asked me if that was Camino that they were on. Which oh shit! It's it's. I don't think it is, but it's still cool. Um, okay, so now we're to the scene with C three PO, and we see him being worked on by Babu Frick, and we can see the back of his heads off. And Ray's got the 
now I'm feeling real sad just thinking about it. Yeah. And everything stops. And here's the deal, man. I, I'll tell you, you want to tell us your thoughts on this, Araj? I know you've got. Yeah. I, the only reason I didn't think they should have put this in the trailer is because it's one of those moments again that I think should have been seen in a theater. I think this would have the tear flow. It would have been just really, really emotional. But since Eric was saying this is the line that he says is pretty much for us and we're him and we've always been the droids, right? We've seen everything through them pretty much. And especially in the, in the first trilogy, I get it now why they did it. I totally do. Well, my take on this is this. We see, we've seen 3PO with the, the bright red eyes. I feel like that comes immediately after this. Yes. Yeah. And I also think that some of the other scenes that we've seen where 3PO is there, it's after that. Yes. I agree. Where we see them on like the skiff that's rolling through the desert. Yep. On wheels Mm -hmm. and all that. I feel like from an action standpoint, that would just about have to be after this chronologically. So what do you think? What's your theory on this, though? What do you think is happening here? What I think. okay, so they're getting ready to do whatever it is to him. I don't want to get all spoilery because I've read spoilers and I don't. Yeah, I I heard some too. Yeah. But but so basically, I think they're going to do something to him that that's what makes his eyes turn red. And this is a concern that he's going to he's worried that just in case I want to take one last look here and then Mm. everything turns out okay. because I don't think if this were legitimately the case. That that's it. He's this is done for him. I don't think they would have the humor of the way Poe says, what are you doing there? 3PO. I I feel like there's just an element of funniness to it, the way he says it. Huh. I don't. I think they would play it way more seriously than that if this was going to be the last go for him. Um, and I, yeah, yeah, go for it, King Tom. Oh, okay. Two things about this scene. First, a few weeks ago there was that picture that, of Zori who is in this scene, and I, you know, kind of goes flies under the radar, but she's mm-hmm. holding up that circular disc. It looks like that could be plugged into that circle in the back of 3PO's head when they show the back of his head with the yep. cover on. Yep. I'm on. looking at it right now. Yeah, that that was one thing. So maybe that might have something to do with all of it. But then also, um, near the very end of the scene, they cut to a shot of R2 and 3PO kind of petting him. Mm-hmm. I think that might be from another part of the movie because there are a few people standing behind R2. Yep. It doesn't look like they're there. Yes. I agree, and and people are people are asking: Is he are they going to turn him into a battle droid? Because you see him, you know, holding Chewbacca's you know bowcaster, right. have you know having the the bandolier on. No offense to C three PO, he's not going to do anything. He can barely move yeah. his feet, can barely lift. Hundred percent disagree. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's going to be a battle I, droid. I but that's but that if you knock that off, <laughs> then the question continues: What is he doing here? All right, and, what, and what's so important in the back of his head? I don't. Okay, I don't so know. here's my theory. I 100% disagree with you. This is what's going to happen. You think he's going to be a battle droid? I'm not saying he's a battle droid. I, oh, I th- this say, is what's going to. Come on. No, I think he's going to become a badass. This is what's going to happen. The last time when he says, I want to see my friends, that's it. We're done with 3PO. We, we're going to get a whole other different droid, and he's programming this badass, whatever it is, into his system. And we're not going to get the old 3PO. We're going to get this new 3PO that can fucking be like a straight out sniper assassin, and it's going to help them. 
do whatever they need to do. And remember, droids are are computer programs. So mm-hmm. if you program this three PO to be a badass, it can definitely be a badass. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. It w- one thing that I could see if they want to make him to a badass, put him in something else. You know, the the guy working on the back of him right now is a droid maker. That's Babu, buddy. Yeah. Okay, Babu. Babu is is a is a droid maker. He has half your name. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, they could put him into something else that's more useful. More, you know, there's we saw the battle droid behind him. There's possibility there because I I would not buy C three PO being a badass. I could see him holding onto the bowcaster. You're gonna have to and, buy that, but holding the trigger. But I don't see him doing much more than that, and then almost being cannon fodder. That's that's that that's my thing. I'm like, I let me I tell you why that. I think this. I think this is because Anthony Daniels said his last day of filming was very emotional, and he was very happy that they let three PO do things that he never thought was possible. So that's I think he's gonna be a badass, and he's gonna. He's going to go down. I think he's got, he's done deal. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the droids that we've seen. Yeah. Um, like K2, you mm-hmm. know, and L3. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to go down in a blaze of glory. Hmm. I'll make you famous. That's what he's going to say. Man, I hope <laughs> not. I, I honestly, man, I would be at this point, I would really like to see the the ones who have been, the, the ones that are left to just make it through a ride off in the sunset. Them included. I swear to God, if uh, Chewie dies, dude. Oh, you you swear to God. Chewie yeah. dies, man. I swear to you. I will walk out of there. And then I'll walk right Tom, back in. I, I do think you're right on the scene. So immediately following where you see uh, his hand go to R2's head. Just mm-hmm. the, the way his, his... Suddenly his body's it like in a completely different position. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's I feel like he, he's sitting... In, at in the other shots, but maybe not. But anyway, regardless, yeah, every everybody's in a different spot. Um, but it is, it does beat you up for yeah, it sure. Does. It does. I don't want three PO to have to go. I don't think it's necessary. But uh, now, the, okay, now we're in this scene where they're running through the halls of what's probably it's some imperial thing. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. A ship, I don't know. It looks what. like Rise of the Resistance, right? I wouldn't know. Um, uh, hold on. No, I wouldn't either. I haven't seen it. Yeah. No, I don't uh, know. So those are First Order troopers, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love the music, the way yes. they do this. I don't. I don't know what the musical term is for what they do to the Star Wars theme here, but I love it. So <laughs> they've they've it. They haven't done a whole lot with the Star Wars theme as far as. Um, like it's reharmonized slightly. Like some okay. of the chord lands are different. You know what I mean? But it's like way more. Um, like there's a desperation to it. Yeah. Because of it, like the chords underneath of it, the melody's the same, but the the way the chords are falling makes it different. And the doing it with that the the like the staggering brass is really cool. I really like it. Okay, now we're in this spot where they're in like that rolling thing and BB eight hits that toner, big toner cartridge and it goes flying out (laughs) there. He just punctures it and it blasts off just from pressurization, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, can you imagine what it was like cleaning that up? (laughs) (laughs) And there's three PO looking normal jet troopers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 3PO is looking normal. He's got that hand in the air. Oh, shit, look. Ah, yeah. And I mean, m- mind you, the, the, the trailer stuff doesn't have to be chronological either, but 
John Boyega is in great shape in this. He is, and he's very excited. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there's uh, Lando and Chewbacca, the Lion the Falcon. We saw so that. Cool. Now, this scene right here where the <sighs> Y-Wing is flying around, firing on this Star Destroyer. First of all, I didn't know Y-Wings could maneuver like that. <laughs> Me neither. That's what, I, that's what I noticed. I'm like, damn. It's all about the pilot, guys. It's Wedge in there. Actually, um, actually, I disagree. Yeah, because the Lego set has Poe with the white wing and Zori Bliss. Yeah. Oh shit! So I'm pretty sure it's Poe in there. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That answers yeah, everybody's yeah, question. Yeah, when you said it was the pilot, I was mm-hmm. like, it, it, I think it might be. Yeah, but it would be cool if it was Wedge. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's going to be more than one Y wing in this thing. I would think, but. How cool would it be, Eric, if like Wedge is in trouble and then out of nowhere kind of like Han did with Luke? Yeah! You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Wedge comes in and, and saves his ass. <laughs> and he goes, you're welcome, kid. <laughs> Thanks. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. Thanks. It's fan service that I would love, yeah. Now, this scene where they're riding the space horses across whatever this is, It. what are they on? Is it? Are they in a base? Are they on top of a... I, initially, yeah. Initially, I thought it was a star destroyer, but I was like, "No, wait a minute! It, it doesn't seem like it." So, I think they're on top of a star destroyer. Don't we see that this? Well, we see that we see them on the, another shot above, looking mm-hmm. down at them. Mm-hmm. Aren't they on a star destroyer? Similar to wherever they uh, were in that shot where they showed Rose before. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I see that, and you're right because in that shot with Rose, you see the horses. So we see them on the backside taking Four off. Yeah. yeah, and 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 in that scene with Rose, they're standing there watching or waiting for somebody to come in, like the last, like this is the last ship out kind of thing, oh, or yeah, maybe something right. like that. Yeah. So it's got to be like a like a base or something like that, or some way to get off of wherever the hell they are. I I don't know. Yeah, but it, it it doesn't seem like a ship, no. But all those Star Destroyer, oh, we haven't got there yet. I'll, I'll calm down. Yeah, I, the best part of the scene is BB-8 charging in like a badass. He's, he's, yeah, he's, dude, uh, that's he's pretty metal. Man. That is pretty metal. So, okay, the next is there they are in the remnants of the throne room. Ray and Kylo Ren just standing there looking around. Uh, let's see Finn running across the section of this I, we assume it's a chunk of the death star that we saw it looks like the thing that we saw ray and kylo ren fighting on earlier these, would you concur yeah absolutely yeah. But, but these things are in such good shape for the devastation that was the death star in return of the jedi yeah that's that's hard to say it's really tough to i mean the ring and the boom and the little stars and the thank krennic that's yeah right. it's that good job good there. job that's krennic. Right. Yeah. good job buddy <laughs> Imperial yeah. engineering guys. Yeah. yeah. Tip top. Fantastic. Second to none. The <laughs> The Rolls Royce of Death Stars. <laughs> so it takes, okay. takes a lick and the it keeps next, on ticket. Oh, yeah. oh we see we see that Finn is yelling Ray. Yeah, and he doesn't uh, look he doesn't look good. I mean, he's pretty worried. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the scene where they're blasting through the Vader shrine, whatever it is. Yeah. Behind, by the way, behind Finn. behind Finn is uh, Naomi Ag. It's her character. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Yeah, you could just barely see her. Yeah, she's there with him. Oh, I didn't even notice. She's right back there. So the next scene is where Ray and a masked Kylo Ren are smashing that Vader deal. Right. The helmet. Let's talk now, about that. Okay. 
couple of things. I've seen people say that I think that they're fighting each other and hitting this thing by accident. Collateral and damage. The, yeah. The reason I don't think that is because they're both very focused on it. So I've paused it at the scene where the, the transition to the next scene starts in the trailer. So, you know, you're seeing the each one is at about 50% opacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are both staring directly at that mess, not at each other. And if they were fighting each other, you don't stop because you accidentally knock a vase over. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends what on what's, what kind of va- well, it depends on what kind of vase. And if it's Darth Vader's helmet, that's a pretty important and valuable vase. You know, what I mean, if you're if you're fighting in front of the Mona Lisa and you both actually hit the Mona Lisa, I think you'd stop and go, "Oh shit, we just hit the Mona Lisa." If why, somebody was trying you, to kill me, why are you fighting in the Louvre? Is a better question. Well, I don't think they're together. <laughs> they're not together. I don't think they're in that actual spot either. You don't think they're? Oh, you mean? Okay, I follow you. Mm-hmm. They are not aware that the other one's there. They're both experiencing this thing. No, I think no, no, no. I think they're aware that the other one's there. I don't think they are together in the same spot. Again, I think she's. They're both projecting each other and they're fighting this battle. And it's, you know what I mean? And they're not in physical form with each other. What I'm oh, get, I follow you. If I, I'm guessing. Maybe. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. They're both looking at the damn thing. Yeah, absolutely That's looking at it. Yeah, they're standing over it like they just sacked a quarterback or something. Yeah. But, but the thing is, man, and I'm going to say this too, at the scene where they're hitting it, it looks very intentional. And she, does, and she has a dagger in her hand, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this space that they're in, it's all white. I, I'm really curious about that. One of the things I was wondering, if you look over to the right of the screen, where you see, um, I can't tell if that's a window to the outside. Oh, shit. Do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a cloud so you city see, type thing? Yeah, where you see the spires and stuff, and everything still yeah. looks similar with the white and the, the, the black rings and stuff, but it looks like a window. Yes, I agree. As opposed to that just being something else in the room. So, yeah, I'm really curious about what that is. See, Cloud, like I, Cloud City melted over, and it's the fucking Cloud City. I found an animated GIF of it that's on a, on a loop, and they're both using, like, like yeah, Ray is holding the dagger, but Kylo is, it looks like he's using a one-handed grip, too, and he's just kind of, like, pushing with his lightsaber, not so much slashing, if that makes sense. Hmm. He he has it's a, just it's a very awkward motion on his part, and they don't really damage the helmet. Yeah, it's like they're both kind. Of, they're not facing each other; they're facing this post. Is this the dagger of, of Mortis that everybody's talking about? I don't. That I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I think that would be so hard to try to explain in this <laughs> I movie. I to the, actually, Lumberjack Nick and I have had this conversation going. And he said, he said, I'm not sure. I said, we said it'd be really hard. Good Lord, could I stutter anymore? It'd be really hard to explain this. He says, can you imagine them trying to explain that to a general audience? And then we came back with, he said, like, I still don't get it. And I said, well, when a dad loves uh, someone, he somehow has two kids one of which can turn into a bird and give you bad dreams about killing your friends or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Plus the force, you know it, it, that. Yeah. How do you explain that to the, just the average viewer? Of course, you, I guess you don't necessarily have to, you explain don't have every to. last thing about it. You only have to explain enough 
for the dagger to make sense. Exactly. And I think that we're going to get a shit ton of fan service in this film. I think this is going to be nothing but fan service and I have no problems with it. You want to be a fucking dagger for Mortis? Fucking bring it on, dude. I'm fine. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. So anyway, it's fading into a scene where we have Poe and Finn and the 3PO looking at something. Now, okay, now we see the surface that they're riding the horses on. Yeah. And you see the Star Destroyers up in the air. So this thing is level with, oh, man, it's really hard to pin down. But Maybe they are on top of one of those damn things. And it's kind of slanted like one. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know, but it, it does seem like it just got off the ground. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you look at the, the, the Star Destroyer where you can actually see the exhaust port, if you look just past it, you kind of see a surface of something. I, I, no. I, I don't know if it's like a... Mm-hmm. A planet oh, I or see somewhere. What you're saying, kind so of. it looks like it just got off the ground. Like Maybe they're trying down. to get off this goddamn thing oh, before, before it, lifts, it up. lifts up. That's true. And these are all the other ones have lifted up already, and the one on the right is about to lift up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah, if? What, what if they are okay? I'm I'm on a, a, a screenshot of it. The structure to the on the left hand side is like the top of a star destroyer. Mm-hmm. But it's not going down. And at, at, at the very top of that, you could kind of see something that's mm-hmm. rising up, but it's not as prominent as a, as, a, as a bridge of an Imperial Star Destroyer. What if they're on a First Order Star Destroyer? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because those bridges are more smushed, c- compacted down, that's flying away. Huh. Interesting. Very possible. Yeah, very possible. Very, very possible. And you see the the one guy on. I think that's a person on one of those horses. Except it's way off to the left of the frame, and he's yeah. gonna fall down in that hole. Yeah, that guy's in trouble. It's like man, you you got yeah, you're 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 having a. Bad you know why? He, he's on a tauntaun. That's why. Is <laughs> that what it is? Yeah, that's a tauntaun. I can tell. Oh wait, nope. He jumps right over it. Oh, does he? They show that. Yep. Oh, he that's right. right he makes thing. it. Definite tauntaun yep. then. Yep. Feel like kangaroos, uh, you know? Yeah. So, because immediately to the left, or I'm sorry, immediately to the right of that ship, of that surface they're on, is another Star Destroyer's rear end. Mm-hmm. So, it's yes. in the air. That's what we're, that's what Boo was saying. It looks like yeah. that what it looks like that one might be just taking off maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like it's, it's just off the surface of the ground yeah. right now. But we do see some clouds it looks like to the right, correct? Where the Star yeah, Destroyers, and right? The, and in the foreground. And it's in the hard foreground. to tell if it's just smoke. Yeah, that's true. Or not. Dry ice. Kylo, Kylo Ren looking handsome as ever. Oh, Kylo Ren looking handsome as ever. Guys, See, and I know, here's, here's the problem. Wacky. This is the part, th- this right here, I know what is happening here, but I cannot spoil it thanks, for people. Thanks for rubbing yeah. it in. And I won't do that to King Tom, because no. he doesn't want to be spoiled. But you can tell me after. Yeah, I'd have to kill you, though. That's fine. Huh. huh. I think I know what's happening there. Okay. But uh, then we see Ray looking at what we assume is Palpatine. Absolutely. On, Palpatine. The, on, the, on a throne, but then it's like, looks like it's walking. Mm hmm. Spider legs. Somehow. Yeah. That's just weird. Ray being all nervous. Uh, and then her, I love the reflection on, in her eye. Mm hmm. 
This, this yeah. scene reminds me of the one at in the in the forest. Force Awakens. Yeah, the Force Awakens where she has a moment of calm. Yeah. Where she has a moment yeah. of she knows what she's doing, what she can do. This That's is exactly where she has what I to think. Be. Yep. Yeah. She gets it right there. Yes, it hits her like this is it. Yeah, this is this is this is where I'm supposed to be. But here's a cool thing. I was talking to Eric today and I said, What if this is far fetched? Um, but what if this last scene, she's going up against the Emperor and all the homies come back. Qui-Gon, Kenobi, Anakin, Yoda, Luke, surrounding her in blue. On your left. Nah. Good one. On your left. <laughs> On your left. Yeah. Would you guys want that? That is the ultimate of ultimate fan services, but a chance to see Qui-Gon. The band back together. I mean, just I'm not saying to fight, just to kind of give her that little inspiration. Like, we're here with you. We can't fight with you, just like Obi-Wan said to Luke. You're, mm-hmm. you're on your own, but we're here. So I'm trying to look. I see in her eyes, you see the vertical reflection of the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you see a horizontal line yep. also that's more prominent in her right eye, which is closer to her saber than the yes. other. Yes, yes. But, and then when there's the bright flash and yeah. she blinks... And now I've got it frozen where her eyes are wide open mm-hmm. and the, the the bright light's still there. You can still see that thing in her left eye. Right. Or in her mm-hmm. right eye, I'm sorry. Huh. Anyway, and then there, there's a big Star Wars logo. I don't know if you've seen that part. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, there it is, man. There yeah, it is. That was awesome. Great breakdown, man. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, there's so many cool things in this, and uh, I'm glad we didn't get, like, Bowie, I know you wanted that oh shit moment. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad we didn't on this, because it's coming up. I mean, we're, we're I know. weeks I know. away, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait now. I can't wait. And this is the final trailer, but you know we're going to get those fucking TV spots. We're going to get them. Those 25 different TV spots with new one new scene in every godforsaken spot. I usually don't watch those. I usually, you know, kind of go away from them which is kind of nice so i i I think i think i'm good for right now i think i'm good for right now i'll I'll be okay until uh until the 18th okay i I say i'm not gonna watch them but i watch them me too i I do (laughs) do. exactly (sighs) yeah at this point i'm gonna watch them there's just there's just no getting around it and if you guys do want to get spoiled and get some information jason's got all kinds of great spoilers and by the way this trailer confirmed about 99% of the things he put out was legit content on the spoil stuff. So, and if you do want to get spoiled out, like I said, go to make net and listen to now this podcasting. They have it all there, which I haven't listened to in a while because I don't want to get spoiled, even though dude, Jason and I have talked about this and I always love it when people rally to him, his uh, success rate, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, but, and and he said this too. Sometimes people act like he predicted it rather than reported it. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? It's like, and when, no, he, and when, a, when something doesn't go right, it's his fault. When yeah, his there's sort, a huge yeah. difference. Right. He didn't guess. He didn't guess that these things were going to happen. But he did tell me one thing, which this is not a spoiler. This just, he did, I saw him last weekend and he did say that they cut 25 minutes of the beginning of the film because it ran too long. Yeah, that's three hours. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you think we'll ever, we'll get to see it? He said, doesn't know what they're going to do with it. Well, speaking of that, how do you guys like the runtime of two hours and 35 I fucking minutes? Fucking love it, dude. 
Wish it was mm-hmm. two hours and forty five minutes. Me too. Yeah, I wish it was a hair longer, honestly. But they've got a lot to do in this movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They do. That's my thing, man. Oh just god, so I'm so excited to, to get done. But now I want you guys to see. You guys are going to see it before I do, and I'll be in the theater. But I think when you guys are getting out, really one word descriptions of what you thought, like we always do, especially King Tom. You got it. That's impossible. I know. Uh, he did it last time. So I'll say this. My, I'm so stoked on this movie. I already was. And I, this hit all the right spots for me, man. Yeah, I agree. This, I'm so excited and I'm so confident at how that this movie is going to be killer. Any concerns? Yeah, my concerns are people dying. And I don't, here's the thing. My two biggest things, Chewie and the Falcon. I do not want to see the Falcon go, man. I do not want to see the Falcon go, and I don't want to see Chewie dead. I agree. Oh. For me, I would add R2 and 3PO to that. I just have a feeling that we're not going to, 3PO is going to sacrifice himself and do this thing, and it's by time for 3PO. How rude. I don't think R2 is gone. No, I, I don't think they can actually do that. I think that, I think that would be an uproar i think everybody would be in unison no that that can't happen so yes i don't think r2 is gonna die yeah chewy and chewy and the falcon can't go that's just that's just too much mm-hmm. that's too much yeah can't have that no concur i don't want it to be over i know that's, me too and I, I know that's me kind too. of fighting the inevitable and I know. especially because we've had it's been what five years since we've gotten the Force Awakens, it, it just seems like it, it's flashed by very quickly, and we've been very lucky lucky with everything we've gotten. Overall, I don't want to say this is a concern or a complaint. It's just something in the back of my head where I like seeing all these new planets and new places that we're going, but at the same time, I want to know what happened to Coruscant. I want to know what happened to, to some of the other entities and what's going on galactic-wise big picture. It just it just doesn't feel like that's part of the story that's being told. And I'm sure that's that's intentional, and I'm sure the story is going to be just as good without it. But as someone who likes everything, every era, I'm just I'm just missing some of that. And yeah, I get it. We really haven't gotten any nods to that. So I, I would have liked to have seen that, but you know, we, we were talking about something and, and I said on Twitter that that's the view. I'm going to hold until about a week before the movie. And that's really, I did that with the last Jedi where I had these ideas. I had things I wanted to see. I had head cannon. And then I told myself about a week before the movie, I'm just going to let it go and just try to enjoy what we get and not let what I wanted to see color that any. And, and I was so happy I did that. So I'm trying to do that with this too. And it might be a little bit earlier where I let it go, but at some point I'm going to say that stuff that I thought I wanted to see it's not going to matter. I, I I agree with it ending. I, I'm excited to see how it all goes. I don't know. No, I, I don't think I have any 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 fears or any or anything like that. I'm just super pumped. I'm I'm glad that it's a you know you get the feeling that it is a no holds barred, all out last game of the season. Put it out all all out on the table kind of thing. And I'm and I'm really really uh really going to enjoy that. Right. How about you, Les? Oh, fuck you, Les. You're not here. I will say crunch, this. Crunch, crunch. I will say this, though. King Tom makes a great point. 
we've done this for five years, right? With Star Wars. If it wasn't for Disney buying Lucasfilm and starting this up again, we wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't know King Tom and I wouldn't know Eric Struthers and all the great people that we've met. So it does feel like it's coming to an end to a degree, but we do have so many great new Star Wars stuff and Lucasfilm stuff that's coming out. The reason I even got to listening to podcasts or any of that stuff was because the day they signed the deal and they announced there's new movies coming out, I started listening to Star Wars Underworld and now this podcasting Mm -hmm. and then Rogue One. And that started all of this. You know, it kind of sucks that it is ending, but it spawned friendships that will last forever. Relationships. Yeah, it really. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Relationships. And so let's not forget about that aspect of it, really, which is really cool, man. Yeah. Whatever on all that. (laughs) It's really really about the movie. No, no, you're right. You're right, though. It's like even my friend Luke Metz that I hang out with, we, I mean, we were pals, but it's like, it was like that scene in Step Brothers Mm. where it's like when we discovered that each of us loved Star Wars, it was like, did we just become best friends? Mm. Yep. It would, that was one of those things. But then like with all you guys and celebrations and all those things that that's all because Disney bought Lucasfilm and reignited the spark that was Star Wars fandom for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. And we got the Mandalorian coming out in a couple of weeks. I think it's like 20 days. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's under three weeks. A now. bunch of people, a bunch of critics and Star Wars influencers got to see 27 minutes of it. And I didn't read one bad thing about it. They said it's phenomenal. And the one thing that you'll realize real quick is how much money they've invested in every episode. You can tell from every. Somebody said, I don't know who it was, but somebody said, it might have been Geek Diva. She said that every episode could have been a full length feature film. It looks like from just the 27 minutes that she saw. That's awesome. Remember, wow. that's $200 million. So that is nuts. Well, it's going to be rad. And did we talk about the release schedule? No. The no, episodes we last no. week. Mm-hmm. So they put that out. It was, I want to say, that we get two in the first week. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it comes out Tuesday, Friday, and then the sequential Friday right? after that. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Except yeah. for the week of the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Oh, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, go watch that eight times. Wednesday, yeah, yeah, go watch that eight times. Uh, By the way, we got a quick email from Chad. He just said this: short and sweet. Who's gonna cry watching the Rise of Skywalker? Because I'm gonna cry like my kids when the Wi-Fi goes out. Damn trailer makes me well up with the music going. (laughs) I hear you, Chad. I I think we all cry cry. when the Wi-Fi goes out. Yeah, my Wi-Fi went out for six days. It was worst six days of my life. Yeah, Chad, I'm gonna cry like a little four year old. I'm gonna, during the film, I think. If if Chewie or Falcon or Chewie or the Falcon go, I think the end for me. I'll, I I might cry, but no, I I I I think I'll be okay. I'll be it, it, and if I cry, it'll be like that that that, that like happy like this is amazing kind yeah. of thing. Like, you know. I'm yeah, I'm gonna cry at the crawl. <laughs> I want to cry when Les makes noise next to me. Twelve seats down, yeah, all the way to seat thirteen. Yeah, I can hear him crunch crunch from thirteen seats down. Yeah, shut the fuck up, I'm Les. Sure I'll cry. I, I, there's zero doubts for me, but I'm a bit of a crier anyway. So. I am too now, man. I just cry. And I, I, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to be a mess. Is it the kid? It was right before the kid. Yeah, the kid helps. Definitely helps <laughs> with the crying situation. But thank you. Thank you for the email, Chad. We want to hear from you more, man. What happened? You were emailing for a while, but great to hear you again, hear back from you again. What, we were talking about the Disney Plus and the streaming. 
it's kind of a little segue. Joel Edgerton, he kind of hinted that he might be joining the cast of Kenobi. Speaking to the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, I think that's an MTV podcast, he kind of played his hand a little bit. This is what he said. This is a very real possibility. There's potentially an assassin on the rooftop just outside the window if I were to say the wrong thing. I love to say all sorts of things. I'm just not going to. That means... There is somebody outside of his window. And little Luke might be, obviously will be in this. Mm-hmm. So we'll see a little Luke Skywalker. Allegedly. Thoughts on that real quick? I think if you've got a Kenobi movie that's taken place in between the end of Revenge of the Sith and the beginning of A New Hope, if you don't see the Lars homestead and possibly a glimpse of young Luke Skywalker, then what are you doing? Because that's his whole purpose for being. That's his job. Yeah. Yeah. And then also Luke knows who he is. Oh yeah. Old Ben Kenobi. It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's like, Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure who that guy is. Yeah, depending on what time they do this film, what yeah. time frame it is, you're right. Yeah, yeah, because they, they they have to have some kind of, maybe not interaction, but knowledge about each other kind of thing, you know, where he has to be, you know, you know, he, he might be the uh, the old, the creepy old guy and family guy, well, or, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the neighbor. There are a few issues of the comic book series uh, that that is canon where Luke and Obi-Wan or Owen Lars and Obi-Wan had interacted. So there you go. Email from Kyle. The podcast is awesome. Thank you, buddy. I was a little bummed last week that Les still hadn't seen Joker. You know what, Kyle? Trust me. Les is being very emo about not seeing Joker. And it's only because that he talked shit on Joker back in the day. And now it's been such a huge success. So I give him shit every day. And everybody everybody at work is giving him shit for not seeing it. Because he's just going, no, I'm just not going to see it. I'm just just not going to see it. That's that's why he's not here now. Because he's going to go see it. If that's the reason he's not here, I'll accept that. (laughs) Okay, so let me read this. As I love it when all you guys have seen the movie and can all give your opinions, but especially less when it comes to comic book films. That's exactly what I'm saying, Kyle. Anyways, I'm very much looking forward to your trailer breakdown this week, and I just wanted to ask a couple questions. First of all, personally, I felt the trailer was very emotional on the whole. Did you guys get the feels when 3CPO said the lines? Or was it just me who started tearing up? Well, you heard our breakdown. It's definitely us, all of us. I think that's the most emotions for me are stirred up because this is the last movie in the saga. When I was watching the trailer for like the fourth or fifth time and I saw the words, the saga is ending, it got me thinking about the future again and it made me a little depressed. For example, with all the new films, either the Ryan movies or the Dave and Dan ones still use the original Star Wars theme music. If not, will it still feel like Star Wars? I think they will. What do you guys think? It's not just movie music or, or, you know, you know, the original trilogy, sequel trilogy and all that it's star Wars music. So whatever star Wars encompasses, whatever it touches, you have to put the music on there. That's, that's when, you know, it's kind of like a branding, right? Fucking star Wars yeah, music. I agree. You're watching star Wars something, right? This is it. At least the theme. Yes. yes. So, go ahead. So has, have either one of you seen uh rogue one or the solo movie? Uh, yeah. Have you heard of those? Mm-hmm. We didn't, we, we so, didn't get any theme. The, you no, didn't get the Star Wars theme in either one. No. Oh, yeah, fuck. you did. Rogue One, Rogue One started with bloop. Yeah. And it was, yeah, but, right. yeah, but the cr- we, we got it. Yeah, we got it at the end it was credits. The credits. Yeah. Fade to the <laughs> black and the Star Wars theme comes up. And I think the ro- one of the Rogue One themes was a variation of the Star Wars theme, at least to me. I'm not a musician, though. Well, and Solo had Star Wars themes all over. We heard the asteroid field, didn't we, at one point? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
So there was themes all throughout. Yeah, we didn't get the intro, but but I think I think the opposite is going to happen. We're just going to get that main title and the, and the crawl. I think there'll be a crawl, but I don't think we'll get themes throughout the films. We'll just get that main title, a crawl, give us a synopsis of what the hell is happening, mm-hmm. and then that's it. And maybe, the, get maybe the Force theme, if it's related to the Force at all. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let me keep going. I think I have taken for granted how vital John Williams and his music has been to this franchise, and thus my emotional attachment to it since my childhood. What are your thoughts about the role of classic Star Wars themes in the future films, or do you want them to be only used as Skywalker erased? Or maybe I should have read your email first. But maybe. I was just well, so excited. There you go. There Love you guys. Chat later, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. And that was such a great email that we were already talking about it before you even spurted it out. Thank you. Great minds think alike. Absolutely. I think that's it for the Star Wars stuff. I will say I went to a comic book store and I bought myself two Star Wars comics. Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and it's Star Wars Allegiance, uh, Marvel number one and Marvel number two. I want to be a comic book nerd because I was inspired by listening to Wilcom Pod and King Tom, not less, just King Tom and Rashad and Justin. <laughs> and we didn't even talk about Star Wars comic books. No, but I just got me walking into it. And I also bought this one, Joker and Harley, and the illustrations are just beautiful, as you can see, King Tom. They're, it's really done well, and it's called The Black Label. Really, really well done. Really beautiful art. Uh, so I'm going to read that as well. All right. Well, that was a fantastic Star Wars talk. And we're going to zoom through the rest of the Week in Geek real quick. I know we did the entire show, 90% of it on Star Wars, and because we love it, and that's just how it's going to go down this week. But, we, but hold on. Before we do that, though, hold on. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Why, why am I going to know this? Oh, yeah. Is that Seeger? He's so underrated. He is. He is. This night moves, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love that. That's great. I didn't know you were a Seeger fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, got, okay. Got a fantastic musical education for my father. So yeah, yes, Seeger yeah, is absolutely. Seeger is so underrated. Um, nobody ever talks about him as the great singer-songwriter, especially American singer-songwriters. Yep. And I definitely think he's one of them. So I love Bob Seeger, and I remember I, I've, I've heard a ton of his songs growing up, but this is one of my favorites, and my dad would play it all the time. And as a kid growing up, never knew what it actually meant. Heard the lyrics and all that, right. and everything. I'm like, oh, this is a great song. <laughs> Later on in life, I start figuring out, like, really listening to it. He's talking about fucking the entire song. Talking some night moves. It's about fucking. And then there's like towards the end where he's like uh, practicing on my own. He's talking about jerking off. I'm like, this guy wrote an entire song about fucking, mm-hmm. and it's not even like not like in love. He makes it clear that we don't love each other. We're just kind of using each other for you know sexual pleasure and it's fine you know it's something that they both i'm like this is you know that's that's beautiful and great but I was, it just hit me one day i can't remember when i must have been like you know 18 or something like that when it hit me i was like holy shit what is this song about i i love it even more now but yeah you know it's just it it was one of my favorite songs growing up as a kid love the uh, i love the the lyrics you know for what they are and then you know the was it just the the simplicity of the song and everything about it is just, I just love the song. It's a great song. Bob Seger's fantastic. Uh, looking at his list right here, mm-hmm. obviously old time rock and roll. Yes. That's why you like wearing white chonies. 
That's why you do it. I get there it now. It all comes full circle. White, yeah, White Hollywood Nights, Nights great song. Oh. oh, yeah. Night Moves, obviously. Mm-hmm. Main Street, Turn the Page is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Mm-hmm. Metallica does a great version of it, by the way. Ooh. Against the Wind. Strut. Oh, yeah. Her Strut. Roll Me, yeah, yeah, still the same. Yeah, he is definitely one of the greats. He's a stud. Dude, I think he's great. I love his voice. I love his songwriting mm-hmm. style. I love the storytelling aspect of mm-hmm. his lyrics. Uh, old time rock and roll, I could totally live without just because it got crushed to death. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, at, at least around here and in these here parts. But I like the opening acoustic guitar yes. of Night Moves a lot because like the syncopation and the chord changes because it's like one and two and three and four and one and two and three and and one. And that's, dude, that's so neat and so simple and basic. I really, really like what he does. Yeah, I my experience is close to Boo where I didn't get that the meaning of that song until I was older, <laughs> but it's a great song and I I feel the same way about Eric where I don't I didn't appreciate Seeger in, until I was older uh is, most of his songs but I I've, I've never liked old time rock and roll. The rest of his songs that I've heard that I know are great. Um Hollywood Nights uh, it was on Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> it sure was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, I right. love it when that song comes on. But yeah, he's he's a great artist. He has some great songs. It's just probably one of his most famous ones. I can't stand, but that's just me. Yeah, that's that's because Tom Cruise strutting around his tidy whities. Love that song. Yeah, yeah. Good pick, man. Good pick, you, Bob Seger. I didn't yeah. think you were gonna pull out Bob Seger. Your ass. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Your music minute brought to you by Boo. Fuck you, Les. <laughs> Let's talk a little Jurassic World three, Jurassic Park six. We're not gonna get in that debate again. No, man. But this kind of this well, I want to talk about it. I'm a little excited. Like, I hate the last Jurassic Park film. Everybody did. It was god-awful. Yeah. Last one before that was all right. You know, it was good. It was fun. It was, it was nice to dip uh, back It was like, the yeah, world. it's the same exact film. But it was, it was okay. But here's the cast. Chris Pratt, obviously. Bryce Dallas Howard. Isabel Sermon, which played the little girl in the second one. Oh, damn it. Yeah, she's she back. back. Jeff Goldblum, which we knew was coming back. But here's the cool thing. Sam Neill is back. Mm-hmm. And Lord Dern's back. Mm-hmm. And B.D. Wong is back. So... Tell me this is not fucking Jurassic Park 6 when you have the entire fucking cast of Jurassic Park in a sequel to Jurassic Park I thought, using I, the same fucking storyline. I thought we said we weren't going to dip back uh, into this. I just had to. I thought we said. You said it yourself. We're not going to dip back into I'm sorry. Into this. I had to. I had to. The separate trilogy. Here's an email from um, a friend of the podcast. I've been talking to him a lot. He's a great guy to chit-chat with, and that's Tracy Moon. Um... And I think this is uh, for, uh, actually for all of us. Hey, Sith List, I have a question that I do not exactly have the answer to. There are currently 21 people that have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame multiple times. Aircraft, Aircraftin. <laughs> is that a Freudian slip there? No, no, I like Clapton. Man, come on. Eric Clapton with Cream, the Yardbirds, and as a solo artist, all of the Beatles as Beatles and as solo artists. All Lou, of them. Wait a minute. Ringo was also as a That's, solo artist? That was my question. Ringo is in the Hall of Fame? That's interesting. I don't think so. But what about for the all-star band? Yeah, come on, man. No. Yeah, that was a joke. Good job. Lou Reed, etc. But all of the current inductees, how many of them were primarily known for playing one instrument the first time when they were inducted and another instrument the second time they were inducted? And for this question, vocalist doesn't count. At the moment, the only possible contender that I can think of is Paul McCartney. Yes, he can play pretty much any instrument and did so while he was with the Beatles, but he primarily considered their bassist. It's true. It is difficult to classify his primary instrument as a solo artist, but it seems like he leans more bassist as a solo artist. That's true, because when I've seen him twice, and he always is up there with his bass. Except for the 
last couple of tours, which I haven't seen. I heard he gets out there with a the ukulele and he also gets out there with a the guitar, but whatever. So with all this, assuming that he is inducted a second time, which I have no doubt that he will be, will David Grohl be the first true undisputed crossover as a drummer of Nirvana and guitarist in the Foo Fighters? Cheers, Tracy Moon. Sent from my Atari 2600 XS Max. <laughs> That's rad, man. Thank you, by the way, Tracy, man. Thank you for sending it. That was a great email. I don't know anybody other than, yeah, David Grohl would be the first, and he definitely will be inducted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Absolutely will. Yeah. Do any of you guys ring a bell Bill of Collins? anybody else? Did he play anything other than the drums and vocals? I he No, just drums and vocals. Okay. He's the only person. Yeah, G- Genesis and then his solo artist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of any. Eric, can you think of anybody else that would fall into this category? And it has to be different instruments. Yeah. Vocals don't count. Man, that I don't know. That were, that were different instruments, I just don't know. I don't think, I think he's right. I don't think there is anybody. And David Grohl would be. That says a lot, by the way. It does. I'm surprised they haven't been nominated yet because they have been around since 96, I believe. So I know you have to be 20 years and later. Mm-hmm. They, that threshold is obviously... Okay. Crossed, I'm very right? surprised they haven't been nominated. I thought it was 25 years after the first album. I thought it was 20. Oh, is it 25 years? Foo Fighters was 95. Okay, 95. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to get up to a point where the next two or three years then that we're going to see Foo Fighters, Weezer, all of them. So, very interesting. Well, thank you, Tracy. Appreciate it. And badass Indiana Jones pinball set there. Dude. I know. You got that right. He is a cool guy. Just... Oh, Gen- genuinely cool dude. Great guy. I, I really like Tracy great guy. a lot. Yeah, I know. He's a, he's a great guy. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for the email, man. I hope you keep sending him. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Wonder Woman 1984. They put out a really cool Brazil, Sao Paulo, Comic-Con picture, poster, 80s. It just looks super dope and super cool and super 80s. Um, the trailer is going to be coming out during this weekend, which I believe is in a week or two. So Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, that's coming. And then Matt Reeves' Batman, Robert Pattinson, actually was interviewed by BBC Twitter, of all things. Uh, they did kind of like a live tweet thing. And he is going to, well, he's going to try to make his Batman very frightening. Which he should be. Yeah, this is what he had to say. I want to do something on a big stage. And so I ended up doing Chris Nolan's movie, which I was really, really happy about at the beginning of this year. I heard that's a great film, by the way. And the Batman was kind of a surprise to me. Now that I'm starting to get into it, I don't want to approach it as a kind of a big studio thing where all you're doing is thinking about your trailer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's exactly what we just did. I wanted to approach it in the exact same way. I want it to be frightening. I want it to be something you lose yourself in. Kind of like Eminem. <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> yeah. You never let go. A frightening Batman detective with... Walking Phoenix as Joker. Cool. Let's wrap this thing up. Oh, Lord. Just kidding. Pretty much the Week in Geek this week. I know Wim sent us a beautiful, long, detailed email that in the middle of it says, fuck you guys, that's exclamation all, point. That's all I saw. Yeah. In, it's, it in, is. In all caps. It, yes. <laughs> but I want Les to be here, Wim, to read it because <laughs> he can fuck himself and he should read this thing. So, Wim, I'm going to. This is he actually said this last week, so this is two weeks ahead. You should change it before Les gets here and mm-hmm. change out the guys and put "fuck you, Les." Oh yeah, let me do that right now. So he won't know, and then we'll know if he listens. He probably doesn't listen to our yeah, podcast. Yeah, it, "Fuck yeah. you," capital L E S. There you go. Okay, cool. So it definitely says "fuck you, Les," and uh, I think that's about it. 
All right, guys, Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people listen to your beautiful voice and watch you caress the Star Wars trailer and break it down like it's a little puppy dog? Because <laughs> that's what you do to little puppy dogs. So you can check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. We are three dads that talk about the raising kids and Star Wars and unfortunately some pretty crude wiener jokes here and there. Uh, and if you want to hear some music, man, follow me on Twitter. That's where, that's where I do the thing, at Eric Strahler's. You can find about, about all my goings on which include lots of rehearsals for lots of rock shows that are coming up over the next couple months. By the way, if you want to listen to Eric's stuff on Bandcamp, that link is always on our show notes, by the way. So just click that damn link. That's some good gear too, man. Yeah. Mr. King of all pods, Mr. Chansky, the Tom and Tom and Jerry. I don't know anyone named Jerry. Exactly. Where can people listen to you break down this godforsaken beautiful trailer right here on the sith list i was on the steel wars uh, call-in show on monday uh, i also do some patreons for our friends bad motivator steel wars and uh blue harvest i think i might be on blue harvest this week I think. okay great fantastic can't go wrong with haas and king tom no. that's and a will too who will cares just kidding i love will <laughs> i actually love will he's the best he, you know will is such is. a great guy he's such a nice guy just kidding will i love you you don't know that you listen to this podcast Carlos Buarguel. This podcast was so good, really good yeah. until this like this moment. Boo, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Les, where can people find you? You can find me at Fuck Off Less. And I hope you guys can listen to us and enjoy us and just completely uh, ignore this last five minutes. Tune in to next week on episode number 169 of nice. the Sith List.
You can find me at Fuck Off Less 